1: Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Marguerite Callaway, who offers training programs for those who aspire to be effective leaders in their work and their community. She's the founder and CEO of the Callaway Leadership Institute and has taught leadership skills all over the world. I'm speaking with Marguerite at her home by remote connection. Welcome, Margaret, to the New Dimensions Cafe. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Justine.
2: Isn't it beautiful of what we can do and connect that we couldn't connect before? It's opened
1: up the world. Oh, it really has. It's so great. Here we are. We can see each other and have these just wonderful conversations. And do you mind if I call you Maggie? No, please do. Maggie's my nickname, and I was named for a
2: wonderful great-grandmother who I never knew because she lived in the 1800s but I often model my thinking about her.
1: Wonderful. You model your thinking after your grandmother. Tell us more.
2: She became a widow of a a man who fought in the Civil War and had his foot shot off during the Civil War and came back. And he was a farmer and he married and he had three children. And then she died, his wife died. And so then he married Marguerite, who had four children, obviously younger than, than he was. And he died. So all of a sudden, she's a widow with seven children. And she decided that this is in the 1890s. So my my grandmother was born in 1888. She knew that she needed to better their lot, So she and the children, they homesteaded and ended up running a vegetable farm in Texas. And because uh, they were part of the Homestead Act. And she was insistent that her children would go to university or go to college, even though she didn't even know what that was. And so every single one of them would go to university, they would get a degree, and then they would work as a teacher or something. So my grandmother graduated from university in 1908. Now think about that as a woman, okay? And then she worked for five years so her her younger brother could then pay and go to university and so forth. And so when I think about this woman, with this buttload of kids and everything, and her determination. That's partly why I sit back and say, well, I'm going around the world, Marguerite, let's get going. So that's partly why I I love to honor that name.
1: I love it that you carry your ancestors with you, Mm -hmm. and they inform you. And she was a great model of a leader, and now that's what we're talking about, about leadership. In our everyday life, we think of leadership as a kind of title, you know, oh, he's the leader, she's the leader. But it's much more than that, isn't it?
2: It's so much more than that. And we are living in a time where we have a dearth of leadership, constructive leadership, as I've said. And we need people to be willing to step up and to step in. And so leadership is a way of being in the world. And I don't think she ever thought about it, but when you think about how she led, this passel of kids, she hired a male workman who could also help work on the farm. But she just rolled up her sleeves and did what she needed to do. And I tell that story when I'm teaching in other parts of the world and they think, well, everybody in America's got it fine. And it's called, no, we came up with the same thing. Her husband had his foot shot off at 12 years of age in the Civil War. We had child soldiers. So let's get on with it. So leadership is so much more of how do you lead yourself first? And not everybody wants to be a leader. Not everybody should be a leader. But we have many more people who have the capacity to, if they're willing to really take it on. And it's a lifelong journey. It doesn't matter where. And you're always going to be making changes. It's one of the most important things that are needed during this time of extraordinary uncertainty and unpredictability. We need leaders at all levels of society, and it isn't a title, it's a way of being. You may earn a title, you may have a title, but
1: that's authority,
2: that's not leadership.
1: As you say, leadership is an inside and outside job. Exactly. Both of those. So let's talk about the inside part of leadership. What do we need to be effective inside ourselves, be our own internal leader?
2: the way I often talk about it is leadership is leading from the inside out. And first and foremost, you need to become comfortable with who you are as a human being. And that means that you come to terms with what are my values? What's important to me? And you have to adopt that inner search without a sense of self-judgment and self-criticism. And so, so you need to sit back and say, what do I stand for? Who is it that I pay attention to? I use that beautiful example of Marguerite, a woman I never, ever knew, but I know that she influenced my grandmother who influenced my grandfather and my father and so forth, is an inside out of self-awareness. She obviously had a sense of who she was, and then she was able to see the future. And as she could move forward, where I am now isn't going to make it. We need to do something different. And that's another critical component of having a vision of what the future is. So self-awareness and self-management but a perspective of we can do better. So it's it's that component. And then as you become comfortable within yourself, you also then become more comfortable with others. Actually, so much of what a leader's responsibility is not their own excellence, but to bring out the excellence in others. And how do you cultivate the kind of excellence that a team is needing, that a society is needing? And, and that requires a level of courage but also a level of internal security of, I don't need to know all the answers, but we together we can figure this out. Does that make sense,
1: Justine? Oh, it does. And going back to what you said at the very beginning, to know in your internal self, what do I value? And I'm thinking that in itself is such a tremendous motivator. And it actually will help us sustain the energy we need to to participate and be useful and to be a leader in our group or community or household exactly
2: i do stand for something okay that's part of what a leader does i do stand for something and i'm willing to stand up for that something but that requires internal reflection and self-reflection and so one of the things i i really honestly recommend at the very beginning if you're serious is cultivate your emotional intelligence because your emotional intelligence looks at who you are, but it also looks at the other person and seeing who the other person or people are collectively, not from judgment, but more from a place of curiosity. So that's a lot of how I think leadership is there. And as I said before, it's not a title, it's a way of being in the world. And it's definitely an exciting journey to undertake.
1: So what you're asking us to do, Marguerite, is to become part of a group that we all belong to. In other words, to be willing to listen deeply and understand other points of view because we need them all, don't we? And that's a big, big thing because we were more comfortable with those people that only think the way we think or that grew up only the way we grew up
2: well we're we're living in a time where there's tremendous polarization at all different levels and it's tied to a level of beliefs some of which are accurate and some of which are not and so on and i think that what becomes a willingness on the part of a of a leader is to say hey maybe i don't have all the answers and maybe that person who i disagree with still has something that i need to understand only through listening and understanding can we start generating new solutions and new possibilities. And right now we're living in a time where polarization is rewarded, but it's very short-sighted. You never get to a better situation by polarizing. We all are more comfortable with people like us. And that can be that we could be of the same gender, the same profession, the same ethnicity, the same whatever. And yet that's a limited view because we're still all part of human nature and human beings. I was blessed with the opportunity of being raised in a very tolerant environment where curiosity about something other than me was encouraged and supported and suspending judgment enough to actually begin to understand that there's common ground. There is common ground. And I know you've been involved, Search for Common Ground, and that whole organization, Justine, you and New Dimensions have always been looking for where's the common ground.
1: Exactly. And I love it that you say you don't get to the solution by polarization. And this is not easy. So, how do we hang in there when it's difficult? Well, for myself personally, and
2: I certainly have had my share of challenges and difficulties. Anybody who is a leader has suffered. Anybody who is a leader has lost out. I mean, that comes with the territory, okay? Been disappointed. But every day I tend to get up and say, okay, what's the constructive thing I can do today? When you'd rather just stay in bed, come in with the constructiveness and hang in there. But self-care is also critically important, Justine. Leadership takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of energy. And during these times, you're not going to be well if you're not taking care of yourself. That's another critical variable that I think is just practical skills in that. And we all have good days and bad days and we don't always have to be effective 100%. We're never going to be effective 100% but can we be a little bit better and have faith in humanity. I have a lot of faith in humanity, actually.
1: Going along with that, I think, and it's something I know you would agree with me, that we need to celebrate. Absolutely. Give joy. I mean, we don't have enough
2: joy. There are things to celebrate every day. Okay. I can see today. Uh, I can smell. Uh, gee, I had a good cup of coffee. Those kinds of things that just replenish who or what we are. And I think In these times, it's okay to be small, meaning small accomplishments, small this, and be grateful for for those simple things because everybody's pretty tired. You know, everybody's pretty challenged these days. That's how I tend to approach it. And most days I'm able to do that. Not all days, but most days I'm able to do that and celebrate
1: the fact that I'm alive. And I have to add If we're worried about smallness, there are 8 billion of us on the planet. If everybody gets up every day and does that one useful contribution to the betterment of their community or the world, hey, this is the tipping point. I want to thank you so much, Maggie, for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe. If you want to know more about the work of Marguerite Calloway, who is the founder and CEO of the Calloway Leadership Institute, you can go to her website, which just has all sorts of wonderful things. It's Callawayleadership.com Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you can find over 1,800 programs in its archive. I'm Justine willis toms I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do, join us again.
0: You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member,